Dear friends, this is Season 5, Episode 11 of The Wendy Lovett Show, sponsored by Karis Healthcare and The Relevant App. For me, laughter is a tool in my toolbox to fight depression and anxiety. I've always been easy to laugh and took to heart from a young age that laughter is the best medicine. My mom would often say, it's better to be laughing than to be crying. I knew intuitively these were words to live by. I also know that when I share a laugh with someone new, this will be a longtime friend. It's never failed me. I know times are tough for many, and I'm not minimizing that. So here's a piece of advice. Shut off the news and any negative programming and watch something funny daily for 30 days. You won't regret it. It may even become a habit. Let's talk about laughter and wellness. Love, Wendy. Got music and movies, friends and medicine. Yow! Is the show for me and you. The one you love to listen to. And oh, you got your friends. See it through. Seek laughter is medicine too. Said it's medicine to be. The Osho Zen Tarot card of the week is Intensity. And when I looked at this card, I thought, this is perfect. You know, a lot of people have been really intense under a lot of pressure, prolonged stress. And I think this is a reminder to look for some humor, keep the humor going, find something to laugh about on a regular basis, and maybe not be so intense all the time. A little levity can really help a lot. Um, Also, the color on this card is absolutely beautiful. And I think it's a reminder that the range of what people find funny or not funny is pretty wide. Um, And just to keep that in mind. All right, well, let's get started. This is the Wendy Loved show where we don't dispense medical advice and all your health choices are your own. My co-host this week is Robin Adair. She is a comedian and actress and part of the crew on the Wendy Loved show. Hey, Robin. Hi, Wendy. <laughs> nice to see you. It's been a while. It has. Yeah. I'm always happy to see you. And frequently you make me laugh. <laughs> which is one of the reasons I thought you'd be great for this episode to co-host since we're talking about wellness and laughter. Um, So um, how, how does laughter play a role in your wellness or, or uh, does it play a role? I guess is more the question. Oh yeah. I think, you know, there's that old adage about you get what you give. And when you give that joy, you're also receiving it, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, being a comedian, you're giving, uh, delivering uh, words that make people laugh <laughs> and elevate their mood a little bit. And then you receive at the same time, don't you? I like that. Delivering humor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> delivering. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, you know, um, I think it must be it must bring you something that uh, that 
keeps you coming back to to deliver more, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> um, you know, whether it's feeding your soul or you know, how would you describe what the laughter and bringing laughter to people? How does that? What does that do for you? It's thrilling for me. It's just my whole life since kindergarten, being on stage and making people laugh has been therapeutic. You know, there's probably something about the vibrations along with your vibrations, laughing out and then laughing in. Mm -hmm. It's, there's nothing else like it. It's, it's what I live for. Uh, That's wonderful. It's great when you find what you live for too, I think. Exactly. Yeah. So you kind of knew in kindergarten that you enjoyed that kind of exchange. Oh yeah. I couldn't get enough of it. I just stood there with that sign until the teacher made me <laughs> get off the stage. <laughs> uh, so it was uh, like school plays and that kind of thing or, or talent yeah, shows. That's where it started. Yeah. That's where then it all it started. Kind of <laughs> went into community theater and then tried everything I thought if I haven't done it on stage yet I want to do it and if it's funny I'll go for it nice nice yeah well that's cool so what other things have you done uh besides comedy oh you know like doing all the Shakespeare and those (laughs) rounds on the stage um Uh they got boring for me after a moment and then I tried dancing and then tried serious acting for a minute, but then it's just, I don't know, it just didn't bring me the same joy. And mm-hmm. then sang again, tried like rock band kind of thing. And that's fun. But then I tried comedy on a whim and it's been the most fun I've ever had on stage. Nice. There's, it's so free. Mm-hmm. there's not that first note when you're singing you know it's really heavy you gotta nail that first note <laughs> right so is it the same with comedy you have to nail the first oh, joke. you can you can tell well yeah you better nail the first joke but if you crack when you feet i mean first speak it's it's funnier <laughs> more mistakes than right Especially if you can laugh them off you know <laughs> right right yeah well learning to to be able to laugh at yourself i think shows maturity a lot of people can't really get there you know um I don't know what are your thoughts about that I constantly laugh at myself I don't I've never been able to take myself completely seriously it's uh, what's the point (laughs) (laughs) right yeah well the point is it causes more anxiety and you know self-criticism judgment all that right um but yeah it's good if you can if you can move away from that and really really learn to just laugh at yourself cuz you know life is life is long if you're not laughing <laughs> you know but that's a long time to be fussy and depressed about yourself that's, right yeah for sure well coming up next i'll be speaking with alice mannion about the physiology behind laughter and what it can do for your body joining me now is alice mangan rn she is the owner and proprietor of alice cbd welcome back to the show alice hi thanks for having me back again yes it's so great to see you and today is such a great subject 
Uh, we're talking about laughter and wellness. Um, so I wanted to get your take as a nurse, you know, some of the the physiological things that happen when when we laugh. Um, so maybe you can give us some insight about that. Sure. Um, well, we know that just on the um, the act of laughing, things take place in the body, um, especially when it's a belly laugh, our diaphragm spasms, our heart contracts faster, our heart rate goes up. Um, it actually raises our blood pressure just a little bit. And that kind of rise and fall is something that they see um, is great for heart health. They talk about intermittent exercise and those kind of things. We get the same benefits out of laughter. Um, I'll share a little bit more on some fun facts on laughter, if you like. Oh, how yes, many, please. How many times a day do you think we laugh? How many times? So I think it's different for everyone. So I'm, you're on, you were on one end of the spectrum, not, not easy to laugh. I, I, people will tell you that are close to me that I am easy to get to laugh. <laughs> you look like you're trying to hold it back, just telling us. <laughs> just telling you, right? So, um, so if I think about myself, I'd have to guess, I, gosh, I don't know, 20 times a day I start laughing. I don't know. Um, but what's the average? I'd like to know that. So they say the average is, you know, around 17 times a day or okay. a range of 15 to 30 times a day for adults, for people and adults. But they go look at kids, especially, you know, that five, six, eight year range all the way down to infancy. They're laughing all the time. They're laughing 300 times a day. They wow. count. Yeah. And what I believe it. So do you think it's, you know, life and maturity that that reduces it so much for adults because from 300 oh. to 17 is a big change it is so things like stress and things but go back to the physiology of the brain they say on pet scans they actually when somebody's laughing they can watch the brain waves take place also what's happening before the age of six and seven is a lot of theta and stuff in our children. That's where our imagination is. That's also where we don't quite have everything fit into a perfect little box unless we have somebody telling us, oh, you must um, act a certain way and quit staring, that's rude. And you know, get all these little boxes to put us in and make right. us look normal. Actually, I think for our ability to laugh to a certain point shuts it down. So in those data ways, I think I think things are a little bit more fluid. That's kind of where we daydream and stuff like that. I think um, it might be easier to laugh in those stages, as well as our chemistry is a little bit different, I bet, when we're younger than after years of stress, right. pharmaceuticals, poor diet. Um, all of those things have an impact. Our thoughts definitely have an impact. What do you think about when you're a kid versus what do you think about when you're an adult? Mm -hmm. A kid's horrible awful rotten end of the world is so and so is not going to sit by him at lunch anymore and, right. and not yeah. that i'm downplaying that but that's a different type of stressor compared to what we go through you know mm -hmm. do you think people can be retaught to find more humor and laugh more absolutely um case in point i think i was i mean and maybe i wasn't necessarily retaught but i think having the right molecules no different than if you want a chemical you know, response or feedback, if you don't have the, the right chemicals kind of giving you that feedback, then, mm -hmm. you know, some things maybe don't click. Also, some other things that happen as we age or, you know, through life can be things like strokes or neurodegeneration. 
So people who have MS like myself or, or um, some of these other neurological um, issues, especially traumatic brain injury and stuff, we see that um, there's a lot of areas of the brain that is um, responsible for humor and for laughing. Kids will laugh at anything. Mm-hmm. They'll make a joke and it's not even funny and they're going to laugh. And right. guess what? We usually laugh with them. Right. <laughs> Again, right. That social obligatory laugh. My grandson is not even, before he was even two years old, he just learned that everybody loved it when he would even pretend to laugh. If he didn't know what it was funny, he'd just, ah, 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 ah. Right. <laughs> right. everybody'd laugh. And then yeah. he'd start laughing again, maybe for real. Right. Um, and we can actually stimulate that in our own body, no different than um, working a muscle. We can do what's called simulated laughing. And they believe that, you know, a hundred laughs equal 15 minutes of exercise. Wow. We do it, you know, very belly full and stuff. So we can do that simulation. The cool thing about our frontal lobe, which is an area responsible for um, social and interaction and emotions, our frontal lobe also is responsible for not realizing what's real and what's not real. So Mm. if we laugh long enough, or if you kind of made yourself pretend to laugh, and then you hear someone laugh, and then you pretend to laugh a little bit. Before long, you just get into the cycle, and you're really laughing. Right, Especially right. when we hear some of the laughs where it's a snort or a grunt or whatever, whatever's coming from our diaphragm right. is what we're going to hear. Right, and that's, you know, it's cool that um, that it's equal to, to exercise in, in, for the body, you know, because, um, you know, I think it seems like there's just so many benefits, you know, from the uplifting effect to, um, to, you know, using that diaphragm, using the muscles, you know, relaxing. I know like if I have a really good laugh, I feel like I I can feel myself after a laugh, just leaning into the couch or the chair and just, ah, you know, Uh, your oxytocin release after your heart swells and pumps and pushes, that's kind of your letdown or release. uh Just like when we, you know, have our, our children and stuff. So let's yeah. talk about cannabis, because I have to say, even though I am an easy laugh, I guess I don't know how to put it right, with cannabis, it's even easier, you know, it just, uh, it is even easier, it just adds like more levity to different situations, um, there's been times even when I'm laughing and I don't really want to be laughing. It's kind of a side effect of the medicine. You know? Don't act high. Don't act high. <laughs> right? Yes. Don't. Don't do it. Um, but in, physiologically, there must be a reason why it's a creating. Few. A few. So when I talk about different structures in the brain and we talk about the frontal lobe being involved in emotions and stuff, in the left side of our brain and in, in the limbic system, you know, that's kind of our fight or flight, but also on the left side is where we, we process um, speech. So we have to process the speech. We have to take in all parts of the sentence structure. Then over on the right side, we kind of assimilate it and we extract humor from it or we analyze is this humorous or not humorous. Besides the structures that are these large regions of the brain, we know that we get all the way down to receptors and molecules. And so some of those receptors, you know, in the brain and some of those molecules, you know, serotonin is a big one. We, we have been prescribed way too long. A lot of our SSRIs that sometimes we get good effects from some, well, mostly we're not. That's why we have a sad epidemic and I'll get into that. But 
one of the some of the structures in the brain is like our CB1 and CB2 receptors. CB1 is something that um, our body makes a molecule that binds with it. And that ligand or that binding molecule is a neurotransmitter called anandamide. The word ananda means bliss. So when we laugh, we talk about joy and bliss. Hello. There may have been a reason why I couldn't laugh legitimately for a lot of years or even feel pleasure or a feedback from it. No different than if my thyroid's being told to pump out thyroid hormone, but it can't work and it doesn't pump out that hormone and that hormone's not there. I'm not. There's been a lot of talk lately about toxic positivity. You know, when I say change your mind to the positive, I, I frequently are, what I'm getting back is, well, but it can be toxic, right? And um, I understand where people are coming from because there have been times when something very real is happening. And if someone says, uh, you know, just be positive, I, I feel that in my, in my gut. I feel like, wait a minute, you're denying my feelings. Like, I'm not saying that I want to live in a negative world in my head, but right now we've got a problem, you know? And so you know, where do you kind of draw that line? You know, because we have a range of emotions, but we don't, I don't know, maybe it's just not living in those spaces that are more negative. I mean, what do you think? I think you're preaching to me (laughs) (laughs) because, because I am trying to balance negative thoughts and positive thoughts. And I don't want to be Pollyanna and be like, oh, everything's going to be fine. Right, exactly. Flowers, we're all just going to be fine. Right. We do have times that we have to talk about some heavy stuff, mm-hmm. but we have those friends or those people in our life and, and you have to get very good at setting boundaries. Not everybody wants to be a therapist. Right. And if you have- Or should be, to, right? Or should or, be. Right, right. right. So sometimes, you know, we have to allow a space where we can be real with our feelings and not that we don't have real feelings all through the day, but if we're just caring and throwing negativity- throwing our negative baggage on people it gets exhausting mm-hmm. it's sometimes um it's not good to leave those people where they are right you right. know sometimes they don't realize that you know yes this is going on this is going on so we say but if it's true and i was i was guilty of that well this is true and this is true and this is true but other things are true too mm. things like the grass is so green and lush and soft under my toes today. The trees are providing such beautiful shade and I love looking up through them or whatever we can find to find some positive, not because we're ignoring the other, but sometimes we have to realize that momentum gathers. Focus goes, um, energy flows where focus goes. So Mm. if you keep giving energy to that, we're going to grow more of it. Right. So we have to sometimes decompress, look at some positive things, and then come work on or allow for solutions to rise in those positive times. Um, you know, it's right. hard to That's, think mm-hmm. of a positive solution if you're stuck in that mess. And anything you think about more than 17 seconds gets more thoughts like it to come with it. Mm. You cannot be in problem-solving mode in stress mode. That is time for fight or flight. So if all you do is keep re-spewing negative, re-spewing negative, you're never getting into a solution finding mode. And I'm right. finding that. I'm trying to find balance because I have to tell people, I'm not here to be your therapist. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to pay me, 
right, you right, right. about your kids, your dog, your neighbors. I'll do that. But that's that's your time that you're paying for. You know? Right. Right. Well, I think I think that you laid that out pretty well. And maybe we can think about laughter as a healing modality, you know, because all of the benefits that you listed and that we've talked about, you know, if you can take a minute and learn to make yourself laugh so that you can get those benefits, maybe there'll be more clarity at that point, you know. Um, so I think looking at it that way can be just a really healthy tool in your tool bag. Yeah, and so not Pollyanna, everything's fine, but knowing where you need your breaks at, I think. Mm -hmm, sure. I'm, I'm going to go try some laughter yoga or whatever. I've been talking about it for several months since I went out to, was getting ready to go to and went out to my yoga retreat. I said, I want to learn about this next thing because laughter has been a hard thing for me. Also, sometimes I've laughed in inappropriate times. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have the, the PSA thing that some people with MS or strokes have. But there was times that I wondered, and then other times that I had very flat affect. I couldn't laugh at anything. I couldn't even hardly smile at some things that should be bringing me joy. Those were very depressing times. And now with COVID isolating, they say that you are 30 times more likely to laugh in a group than you are alone. Mm -hmm. Look what we've been doing for the last year and a half. Add right. to it that people came into COVID with already mental health issues or already stressed families, already stressed whatever so this just kind of added to it so there is something about this sad epidemic and I talk about sad s-a-a-d and it's another nursing venture that I'm going to go on after I do some healing treatments myself I started out as a cannabis nurse and now I'm exploring um, doing some psychedelic nursings and I'm working with a doctor that I've already done my first dose of um, of a substance called ketamine it's All already right. FDA approved and it was beautiful and it was light. And here's the cool thing. 24 hours later was when I think I saw the most. Now, my, my session was very um, revealing. But 24 hours later is when your dendrocytes go from like three or five to 15. And that's when I started thinking about, I had this and this going on and this going on and this going on, all of this going at me. That's where I could sit and tell every single person I see for the next week. Everything that's horrible that's gone on in my past that's going on right now that is because of this or because of that, or that 24 hour mark, that veil just lifted and said, you know what? This is where you get your rest and this is where you start getting different answers because mm -hmm. the brain that created this is not the brain that can get you out of this. We need oh, a time right. to create. And right. so that reprieve was really nice. Plus I had great pain control up until 11 o'clock that night. And so rewiring some pain issues that I got after my last COVID um, wow, round right. we could get vaccines. Yeah, there's, there's so, so much, and there's so many options um, now that are developing for this very thing that you're talking about, whether it's, um, you know, depression, results of PTSD, chronic illness. Um, thankfully, nurses like you, physicians, scientists are looking at these other options. And we see so much with, um, you know, with plant medicine, psychedelics, so many uh, avenues to help people to cross that bridge and, and find their life to be a little lighter and happier and less stressful. 
Well, Alice, I'm so happy to hear about your new journey personally. And I know that you'll share that with everyone, what you learn, and I can't wait to learn more. Uh, we're coming to the end of this interview. So where can people get in touch with you and learn more about your products uh, and connect with you? You can come see us in person. We have two locations, one north of Atwoods in Webb City, Missouri, one south of the Petro in Joplin, Missouri. Also, our website is www.alicebd.com or um, find us on Facebook, CBD Help by Alice CBD. Excellent. It's, a group, it's private, come join. Wonderful. Thanks again for being here. Joining me now is Cynthia Paris. She is a mental health and wellness professional. And uh, she was trained by the founder of Laughter Yoga, Dr. Madan Kataria. Together, they founded Laughter USA, the first nonprofit encouraging laughers in North America. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you, Wendy. I love that, encouraging laughers. <laughs> Could you have a better mission statement, encouraging laughers? <laughs> I don't think you can. I think it's perfect. Um, so you have been working in mental health and wellness for a long time and doing trainings. What mm -hmm. kind of uh, brought you to adding laughter yoga to your practice in such a big way, really? Yeah. Uh, well, I, uh, I uh, had been doing uh, mental health and wellness and training for maybe about 20 years or more when I uh, heard about laughter yoga, uh, and now that's been 10, 15 years, so I'm kind of aging myself, but uh, <laughs> when, I, when I first heard about it, I thought, well, what is going on? I know yoga, and I know laughter, uh, but I hadn't really heard much about laughter yoga, and it just, the concept of it uh, sounded great, so I went to a training, and I got trained, uh, and then I, I just really fell uh, in love with what it did for me personally, having, uh, having the ability to laugh without having to have a reason. Uh, and so for me, that really spoke to me. And I actually uh, originally trained with Dr. Kataria for more of my own benefit as a mental health provider. You know, when we're out there uh, helping people that have mental illness or we're doing trainings in the corporate world, you know, we have to be on our best, you know, we have to sure. be our happiest, we have to be energetic and, you know, we're, we're human uh, mm -hmm. and it can, things can go awry. And so uh, that was really what drew me to it was developing my own uh, ability to stay resilient. Uh, and then I found that it worked really great uh, with patients and with, with participants in my programs too. So uh -huh. that was Excellent. really, really it's, you know, when you find something personally that works, mm -hmm. Um, especially if you've been in a field for a long time, I think it's really hard to kind of keep quiet about it and not grab on and say, I want this for everyone. You know? <laughs> You're so right about that. You know, um, I'm uh, trained in uh, therapy work where we are experiential therapists. So that's like a recreational dance, music, art, Wonderful. all these things. Uh -huh. Uh, and so laughter yoga really fit really well with it. But I must confess, um, initially when I was trained, it was not uh, an acceptable route to use laughter yoga as a, um, a scientifically based piece of therapy. Mm -hmm. But now in the, in the 10 or 15 years since then, there's been research everywhere all around the world. And so now it's more accepted. Uh, right. In the well, so. you're, you're a pioneer, you know, you, you found something that was helpful to you and brought it to, to the people who it can also benefit. 
and now it's it's getting bigger. So so for our listeners and viewers, exactly what is laughter yoga? Yeah, good question. You know, it's uh, it's not exactly yoga the way we imagine yoga here in the States. Um, and it's not exactly laughter. You know, here we're usually used to comedy uh, causing us to laugh, whether it's a movie or a comedian. This is a little bit different. Uh, we choose to laugh. Uh, and then we combine that with yogic breathing. So it's oh. just a combination of laughter. I like to do the little hand motion. It's laughter combined with yogic breathing, and it gives us a, a centered place of laughter yoga. So the way it works is a, a leader, someone who's trained in laughter yoga and laughter principles, will lead the group. Uh, and we do movements and breathing exercises and all kinds of silly playfulness too. Uh, and then you just follow along. So it's very easy. Anyone can do it. Um, you can do it by yourself once you've got the idea uh, sure. or you can do it in a group. It's very easy. It, I've, I've been thrilled uh, to be able to offer it on Zoom during the pandemic. Uh, I bet it's been really helpful to people at this time, you know. You know it's been really, uh, when, when the pandemic first hit us over a year ago, year and a half ago, uh, I am connected with uh, laughter yoga trainers and leaders all over the world and all over the country. And everyone was kind of sad mm -hmm. because laughter yoga we do in person and there's a lot of physical connection. And, uh, and so uh, another leader said, well, I'm, I'm just going to do it on Zoom. And I thought, oh, I don't know. I've been doing it on Zoom now with people from around the world for this Wonderful. entire pandemic, uh -huh. um, and it's been fantastic. <laughs> I bet. I bet you've really helped lift people up. That is such a hard time, you know? Uh, yeah. They probably look forward to those sessions, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. You know, and even our laughter uh, professionals, you know, um, I've been so happy to connect with our professionals. We in the past, we would mainly connect when there's a conference or, a, you know, or training or something like that. And, uh, and some of the friends that I hadn't seen uh, since there was an international con you know, uh, conference, we now connect on Zoom, sometimes uh -huh. once a week, sometimes more than that, sometimes every day. So uh -huh. it's been great. Yeah, there's more connection in some ways, right? There is. Yeah. You know, I think um, during this pandemic, so many people are in their house and everybody is used to doing what you and I are doing right now, which is Zoom. And so in a way, I think we have more connection with less connection physically, if that makes right. sense. Right, right. We're all learning how that works, you know. Um, and in some ways it is really positive. And I think you found a way to still reach people and help them um, and keep them laughing when Let's face it, if we're not laughing, we're crying, right? So exactly. why not? Um, yeah. Um, so I was reading an article from the Mayo Clinic, and they were talking about how um, laughter increases circulation. And I was just thinking about on the wellness side, how you might see somebody progress when other things didn't really work. Have you seen any of that? Yeah, quite a bit. Um, when we laugh, it is actually, strangely, uh, the fastest way to oxygenate your blood. And so the way I describe it, it's like uh, when you're really laughing, like <laughs> just really doing it, um, it's a lot like doing a yawn. And we know that when you do a yawn, <sighs> it really gets a lot of oxygen in very quickly. And so right. laughter does that for us. And when you get oxygen in really quickly into the bloodstream, it actually helps our circulation and we feel good. And there are so many benefits once we get that, um, that oxygen flowing. Now, you get the most benefits if you do 10 to 15 minutes of oh. sustained laughter. 
which can be really a challenge when you're new. It's a long show. time. Wow. Yeah, it's a long time. Um, so when we're first doing laughter yoga, we do it kind of slowly, we take our time, uh, and we try to have people build. So you're not going to notice, um, you know, you're not going to, you might notice benefits on the very first try, but it's going to be difficult to sustain that 20 minutes sure. if you're not used to laughing uh, right. regularly. Right. So know? it takes some practice and some time, like most really things that really help, right? <laughs> exactly. And, you know, there's a, there's some German research um, that they, they were they were curious now with with doing uh, typical uh, midsection or trunk exercises for your for your abdomens. They were curious, is that um, better than doing laughter yoga? So what they did is they had side by side uh, clinical study and they found that if you do laughter yoga for 15 to 20 minutes every day, and your friend does like sit-ups or something like that, you have very similar activation of your core muscles oh, wow. at, at the end of the six-week period, which was really thrilling for me because I hate to do, uh, I hate to do a regular exercise of my, of my midsection. So sure. It's not a lot of fun. That's for sure. It's this sounds so fun. much better. Yes, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it just laughing? Uh, it, it's so much better. And, and actually personally, um, during the pandemic about a year ago, I had, um, uh, a severe seizure, uh, which was more like a mini stroke and wow. so I've actually been wheelchair bound for about a year um, wow. and hopefully it's temporary but one mm -hmm. of the things that I found is I can't get the same activation in my core muscles but sure. when I'm doing laughter my muscles are still getting some exercise and so even my physical therapist has said I don't know if you would be in the same condition if you weren't laughing every you were day. laughing right <laughs> how great yeah. well I I used to be an occupational therapist and I wish that we had this modality, you know, because we looked uh, as an OT, uh, like the work that you do, we're, we're always looking for creative ways to help people find something that they really love um, so that they can use that to get better, you know, and I think laughter is just one of those things that really could be helpful and, and you're showing it, you know, for sure. You know, it's really kind of silly. And so um, before the pandemic and before I was uh, um, struggling with my health, I would do laughter yoga in senior homes and in uh, places where people had uh, limited mobility. Mm -hmm. And at first people look at me kind of like, well, you know, I don't know about this, but as soon as they get laughing, uh, people really get moving. You know, we do little stretching things. Sure. And, um, I always try to come up with something playful and silly uh, to keep people interested in. And generally most people can get a little bit active, even if they're staying seated the whole time. And yes, so really, it sounds like it. And what yeah. an inspiration you are to, you know, you're going through your own health uh, crisis initially, I'm sure. And mm -hmm. using, you know, it's kind of like really walking the walk, right? <laughs> um, well, you know, I, um, I have had uh, health problems for, oh, probably about five or six years. And Dr. Katari and I um, have done some conferences together and things. And he was always on me to uh, show my struggles. And of course, mm -hmm. as a, um, as a professional, I always wanted to look really good and I, I would never show my struggles. So 
coincidentally, about a, um, a couple of months before the pandemic started, I started making little videos of like real situations. So if mm -hmm. I was going in for an MRI or um, I have a, a blood disorder, so I get IV treatments. So I started videoing what I actually do and tell you the truth, sometimes in the most horrible uh, medical things I've had to happen, sometimes I just giggle uh, and the mm -hmm. nurses and the doctors will giggle with me and it actually relaxes me. So I've, I videoed some of that right before the pandemic. Uh, and I found that uh, being more honest about my health is mm -hmm. actually, I think, benefited more people because people have an assumption that if you're smiling and you're, you know, your hair is kind of combed, um, although I'll admit during the <laughs> pandemic, it usually isn't, um, people kind of assume that everything is perfect and yes. we all struggle. You know, we all have health issues and, and struggles in our own life. Right, for sure. I, I agree with you. I think um, when we show the struggles, people can relate mm -hmm. and they can see that you're still carrying on and using the tools that you've been giving to them, you know? So how wonderful. Thank you so much for doing that. Let's tell our listeners and viewers where they can find you and the nonprofit as well. Sure, sure. I um, I have been using during this pandemic um, laughing with Cynthia, and I now have uh, laughingwithcynthia.com. Excellent. Uh, and so that's an easy place to find me. I have laughingwithcynthia at Gmail if you want to send me a message. Um, or you can also go, um, we have the nonprofit, which is called Laughter Yoga USA. Dot org. And so if you go there, you can uh, find some information. We um, occasionally will do Zoom conferences and Zoom events. Uh, and before the pandemic, we were doing at least once a year something in person. And very often, Dr. Kataria would fly in from India to join us. Um, Excellent. So any kind of events like that. And um, I do offer some free laughter yoga sessions on Zoom. So if people reach out to me at my website, laughingwithcynthia.com, um, I can send them information of how to, how to try it out for free. <laughs> Excellent. What a great service that is. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me, Cynthia. Thank you for having me, Wendy. Hmm. Miss Teddy here with your Food is Medicine Minute. You caught me in the middle of a cup of decaf coffee with cocoa powder, cinnamon, and vanilla mixed in with this and enjoying a piece of dark chocolate. I love these two because we are talking about laughter as medicine and dark chocolate releases molecules that help you feel pleasure. And coffee actually stimulates the neurotransmitters that release serotonin. And serotonin is what makes everybody laugh. And laughter is just wonderful medicine. So more for more information on food is medicine, please feel free to contact Miss Teddy at Learn from Miss Teddy on Facebook. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well uh what have you been up to lately writing <laughs> mostly getting this script ready for you and me to oh right tackle and stuff your part uh -huh. got bigger it just i couldn't help it <laughs> and uh 
I don't know. I did read or watch in a YouTube video that the Titanic wasn't actually the Titanic. It was a big insurance scam and it was actually the Olympia that had been damaged prior to that voyage. Really? And that's why the iceberg took it down. It's like the world's longest insurance scam ever. I'm so wow. fascinated by it. I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed because now it's not the Titanic. The Titanic is still well, wherever the Olympia went to was the Titanic actually. So Interesting. Fun fact for the day. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm always fascinated by people like coming upon these stories. Like, how do you get on YouTube to this story? <laughs> like, what <laughs> what brought you there? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I wish I could say, you know, those rabbit holes. You just start clicking on links, and then before you know it, you're so deep, and you don't know how you got there. And then I went from the Titanic and stuff to sinkholes in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I maybe can see a connection how you got from one to the other. Just disaster after another. <laughs> you went down the disaster rabbit hole, basically. I did. I couldn't help it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to go back to your screenplay because you're talking about doing a, a lot of writing recently. And um, I know it's been kind of a work in progress. When did you start working on that? Five years ago. Oh, okay. Um, it started out as like a very small concept that I would do like very singularly filmed, like just me most of the time. But then I got bored with that idea and I just, it kept growing. And then every time I would get a crew together to get ready and I'd have all these ideas coalescing and then everybody would quit uh, <laughs> or something no. else would happen uh -huh. and it just kind of got to sit there and marinate and then I, I feel like it's finally gotten to where it really needs to be I've fleshed it out a lot and gotten it to where I think it's going to be like every episode is basically a cliffhanger oh wow and that seems to be what everybody likes and stuff and it's really intense like I want it to be the most gripping show on public access TV. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. It's good to have goals. I like it. Um, and it sounds like it's just kind of evolving, you know, and sometimes things have to marinate like that, you know, percolate um, till, you, till you get where you really want the, you know, can feel it like, okay, now I'm, I'm there. That's kind of how I feel when I'm doing a painting or creating something like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You so. know when it's ready. Although with painting, I if I don't give it away, I will fix it forever. Oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's never finished. <laughs> never. I can't stop. <laughs> because I go, oh, this would look pretty if I do. That's why I don't have tattoos because I, I'd yeah. want to start rearranging them and stuff. <laughs> well, at least you know yourself. That's important. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, coming up next, we've got Dr. Nickel, who's going to pair cannabis strain with our musical guest. I'm Dr. Brian Nickel, your cannabis expert for CannabisExpertMD.com with a music and cannabis pairing for the Wendy Love Edge show. Wendy's musical guest this week is Soul Shot. They're a reggae ska band from New England. They formed in 2003 and recorded their very first album in 2005 on old-school quarter-inch analog tape. Uh, 
Three more albums follow. Just this year, Liars and Thieves was released. They've got a lot of live performance chops, of course, and performing extensively in New England, as well as festivals in Jamaica. They have backed legendary reggae and ska performers over time. The band consists of Davy Dread Toronto. He plays bass. Rob Liguori, he is on alto sax. Mark Birney is on the trumpet. Tom O'Brien plays guitar and also sings vocals. Ryder McCoy is on the keyboards. Chris Jackson is the drummer. And Zeke Carlson, he's the percussionist for this man. I listen to their track, Who Better? It's a classic kind of a reggae tune. Starts out with a fine brass section and uh, is quickly followed by the whole band jumping in for full-blown reggae. It's an optimistic song about having faith in ourselves and Jah and not those who try to deceive us. For this, I was seeking a fun, energizing strain to get you up and skanking with the crowd. I selected, uh, based on the cannabinoid terpene profiles to me, available to me as I always do, Natural State Medicinals Cookies and Cream Strain. It's a potent strain at 25% total THC, just a little bit of trace CBD. Looking at the terpene profile as we always do, it's a respectable 0.74%. Interesting in the fact that it is pining dominant at 0.23%, with beta-caryophyllin, humulene, and linalool all tied at around 0.15%, with just a little showing of limonene at 0.05%. Cookies and cream should give you a decidedly sativa-like head buzz. The high THC combined with the pining should give you some focus and energy. The beta-caryophyllin, humulin, linalool will take a little bit of an edge off that sativa-like effect. However, if you have uh, high anxiety or are prone to this or you have PTSD with panic attacks, this could precipitate worse symptoms for you and it should probably be best avoided. Uh, cookies and cream. Who better to go with Soul Shot as they're really both irie. For more information on all things medical cannabis, check us out at CannabisExpertMD.com. We're also available on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under CannabisExpertMD. And now I present to you Soul Shot with Who Better? Scraps 
quick video for the Wendy Loved show. For this recipe, you will need a double broiler, candy molds. We got these off of Amazon. You can also get them at Target, Walmart, or Hobby Lobby. Melting chocolate. Today, I'm gonna to be doing two cups of melting chocolate. There's two cups per bag in this Ghirardelli. We've tried a ton of different melting chocolates, and this is by far the very, very best. You can also do four cups, which is two bags, and then candy butter. We're gonna use one third cup of candy butter. That's all you need to make infused chocolates. First, get your butter measured out and get your water boiling in your double broiler. Once the water is boiling, I'm gonna get it turned down to low to medium heat. We've got our water at a nice low boil, so I went on ahead and got it turned down to low heat. Get the top pan on, and now we're gonna get our chocolate added in. And we're just gonna stand and let it, and give it a good stir. We're going to um, keep it over low heat because we don't want the chocolate cooking too fast. I'm gonna let it cook until it's almost lump free. 
chocolate is mostly melted. There's just a little bit of lumps left in there. And that's, that's just fine. So now we are gonna get our can of butter added in. I can get it out. There we go. We're just going to mix until the can of butter is totally melted. Just waiting for our can of butter to melt. Be sure to keep it over low to medium heat while you're making chocolates. You don't want to cook in too quick or it's going to get all gunky. Um, so I like to cook it over low heat, low and slow. This is usually what I keep the water at, boiling wise. It's just a little bit of a simmer, but it's just enough to melt the chocolate perfectly. On my stove, it's at a two or a three. Um, it may be a little bit different on yours. Our stove just cooks at a really high temperature. This is just about done. The chocolate starts to get nice and runny and it looks like all the can of butter is melted up really nice. So I'm gonna let it cook for about another 30 seconds. The total cook time on this so far has been two minutes. This can get a little bit messy when you're pouring. So you may want to put a towel or paper towels down um, if you are worried about making a big mess. So now we're just gonna get this into the molds. And what I do is I just pour like this. And then I just spread the chocolate around. We've got the chocolate in the molds. So now I'm gonna stick this in the refrigerator to let the chocolate get hardened up. The chocolates got hardened up and now we just pop them out and you got yourself some easy cannabis chocolates. Yum! I'm Ziva and this is the Women's Mysteries Minute. Did you know there's a goddess of laughter? Balbo from Greek myth was fun-loving, body, uh, sexually liberated, and very wise. But she was also crucial to the fertility of the land in ancient Greece. Her most famous story involves um, two other goddesses, Demeter, the goddess of grain, and her daughter Persephone, the, daughter, uh, the goddess of springtime. So Hades, the god of the underworld, decides to abduct Persephone to be his bride, and Demeter is enraged and thrown into a deep depression. So winter falls over the land, the crops die. Balbo comes to the rescue by starting to tease Demeter, telling her raunchy jokes, doing a body dance, and flipping her skirts up. Demeter smiles and then laughs, and then, pulling out of her depression, goes to Zeus, rallies the gods, and frees her daughter Persephone to return. And, of course, fertility and springtime also returns to the earth. Laughter is true medicine. Until next week, enjoy the mystery. Well, it's been a great show. Um, I've enjoyed chatting with you a little bit, Robin, catching up. Likewise. <laughs> so do you have any final thoughts about um, laughter and wellness? Oh, yeah. I, you know, that laughter is the best medicine thing. When I had a very, very slight heart attack um, <laughs> due to stress, the ER doctor told me I needed to choose one. I could choose to harbor that stress and indulge it, or I could choose joy. And that uh, that was also a really key factor in me getting on stage to do comedy because mm -hmm. where else I don't find as much joy anywhere else in life as I do on stage, bringing other people joy <laughs> mm -hmm. and 
I don't know. I think it would do harm for people that feel that need to bring joy like that to be locked behind a desk, mm-hmm. not bringing joy and just working throughout. And you're a joyful person yourself, Wendy. You bring so much joy to people. Oh, thank you. Um, I I learned a long time ago that you know if you're if you're not laughing, you'll you'll be crying. So you might as well try to find something funny in in life and um, look at even mistakes. You know, with through the lens of um, of humor rather than criticism. You know, because life is really funny when you, you know, when you come down to it, like if you just think about (laughs) the human body, the human condition, all of it, you know, (laughs) it's, it's a lot of humor there, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I think it is a choice to, to some degree to try to live, um, you know, more joyfully and, uh, and try to, to look at things, you know, from with a, with the humorous eye. Agreed. <laughs> so we are still here with the Wendy Levitt show, partly due to our sponsors. So I'm going to list them now. The relevant app, Karis Healthcare, 131 Inclusion Gallery, Purely Natural CBD, Highlands Residential Mortgage, Lit Premium Smoking Supplies, Alice CBD, Uptown Kitchen and Tap House, and Country Dog walk-in and wellness well once again great chatting with you robin great chatting with you wendy i'll catch up with you again soon i hope everybody has a great week bye bye